is The Jolt with Larry Flick on Sirius XM OutQ. I'm Larry Flick, and you are on The Jolt on Sirius XM OutQ. We are so delighted to welcome to our studio Bethany Mota. She is, well, you know who she is, right? Biggest star on YouTube. Come on. All these other great things she's been involved in. She is here today to talk about uh, a very special project that she's involved in. It's a new back-to-school campaign that she's doing with the U.S. Fund for UNICEF. Fans of uh, Miss Bethany now will have the opportunity to enter a contest to win lunch. Lunch as well as a backpack that she decorated. And uh, there's a great mission behind all this, but what do you eat for lunch? What do I eat for lunch? Well, if I'm going to have lunch with you, right? If I enter this contest on win, what are we going to eat? You know, Are my, we going to go somewhere good? My go-to is like anything with avocado. Avocado is my favorite. Is it really? Yeah. How is avocado anybody's favorite? It's not your favorite. Um, I like avocado, but I never think well, avocado is like my in favorite. A, in a salad or in like a chicken sandwich, it's really good. It's good. I like guacamole. Guacamole, yes. That's always good. Like some fish tacos is really good. I mean, you... see, I have a very open mind when it comes to food. Yeah. So I'm kind of just like open to anything. Pizza is great too. So Avocado and pizza. Wait, I've never tried that, actually. Oh, I thought you, that's what you were saying. No, no, I've never tried that, and I think I'm going to now. <laughs> <laughs> we could be inventing something. We're inventing it. Well, couldn't you? The, the reason why I'm surprised is I didn't get with guacamole, with, with avocado, until I was grown. When I was young, like you, to me it was slippery and slimy. It was just gross? It was just gross. Maybe it just, do you like it now? I love it now. Mm, my sister still doesn't like it, but yeah. I just fell in love with it a year ago. You just did. Mm -hmm. It's so good for you. Yeah. That's why you look so good, because you're so healthy. <laughs> so so uh, what is it, what, what, tell, me, tell me about this back to school campaign with the U.S. Fund for UNICEF. Yeah, so basically I had been wanting to partner up with UNICEF in some way for a really long time. Mm -hmm. I've known about them for years now, and... I've always kind of followed their previous campaigns and just love what they do. I love what they stand for. And so they approached me about their back to school campaign, which is basically raising awareness and funds to supply children around the world with essential school supplies and staying in school to get an education, um, especially now it's, you know, back to school season and everything. So um, what I'm doing is actually in one of my most recent videos on my channel, I'm doing a whole back to school series. So I thought that it fit really well to raise awareness about this campaign and get people to donate. So also my audience is a lot younger and I think it's really cool when you know kids can help out other kids and they seem to be really really excited about it as well. So I'm very excited to see you know how well it does and uh, I think it's gonna be great. It's a neat initiative because uh, the most shocking thing to, to conceive of is not having the basics to go back to school. I, mm -hmm. I remember when I was a kid, my favorite thing was getting ready. Yeah. School supplies. Yeah, definitely. Me too. Right? All the, all it's such a highlight of that year. You know, just it? getting just like cool pencils and like your backpack. It's Bethany, just like the small little you. things. Thank you. Oh, I'm yeah. I feel like so, much like so much less of a geek loser. <laughs> because I be thought everyone got excited about I school supplies. I still get excited going to Staples. 
Me too. <laughs> no, I love. Really so for do. Now, so now that I'm older, it's kind of transitioned. I'm just really into office supplies. Me now. too. <laughs> Notebooks like and pens. It's like a grown-up version of the back-to-school supplies. Yeah, I know. But, yeah. but then you have to buy the crayons anyway. The oh, biggest yeah, definitely. Mom- the biggest moment of my life as an adult was buying the 64 box of Crayolas oh my with my own money. That has, like, the sharpener. With the sharpener? Oh, my goodness. Because when I was a kid, I'd be like, Mommy. Yeah, me too. And they would always give in, but it would have took a lot of begging. Yeah. I might have bought bought a box this summer, but anyway. So, <laughs> no I mean, we're being silly, but but think about that. Think about what it would be like if you were going back to school, and you weren't sure if you were going to have the the basic necessities, y'all, of getting an education and feeling these things help you feel confident. They help you feel um, more capable of focusing on the important things. If you're sitting there wondering if you're going to have a pen or a a notebook or any of the, the basics you, you're worrying about the wrong thing you're being distracted kids are easily yeah. distracted and yeah. so and it's also like a status thing kids get really funky about the silliest things you, you all need to remember that and so to to remove that for some kids is a really amazing thing definitely and i feel like it's something that's so overlooked because it seems like something so simple yeah but it really is an issue, and so I think that it's really important that we bring awareness to it, and I'm happy to do that. I'm glad you are, too. And, and so uh, uh, I will tell you now and remind you that uh, if you go to omaze.com, that's O-M-A-Z-E dot com slash Bethany, B-E-T-H-A-N-Y, you can learn more, and you can um, make a donation. And uh, you can you can get involved. There, are, this is this is really important because there's no future without school, and there's no school without the basics. And and I don't know. This is I, this one. When I heard about this, Bethany, this hit a spot with me because not just because I love school supplies and mm-hmm. all that stuff, like we've been joking, but you know, I was I was a shy kid, and I was bullied and pushed around and anything that made me look or feel different got in the way of learning mm-hmm. right definitely what kind of student were you i i was actually it's funny i was very a similar situation i was a very shy kid growing up so it was really hard for me to kind of speak my own opinions and and what i felt i was very kind of ashamed of my own thoughts and uh I was cyber bullied, actually, so it wasn't mm. like picked on face to face. But I think that you know, being bullied online can be just as as painful. I think it's worse because at least when I got home, I could close my bedroom door and I was alone. Mm. When you went home, close the door, you turn on your computer or whatever, and they're there in, in your bedroom or wherever you are. That's true. You never get a uh, you never get refuge from it. Yeah. And being so young, you know, I was probably 10 or 11 when this happened. So you don't really know how to handle that situation. Mm. As you know, now if that happened to me, it wouldn't be a big deal. But, you know, it's you're so fragile when you're younger. And and just the smallest things can have a huge impact. Well, you start to believe that maybe they see something that you don't. Right. That you that maybe maybe there is something wrong with you. It's a terrible thing to say or a terrible way to feel. But. When you're a kid, if enough people say a terrible thing to you, it messes with your head. It messed with my head. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to pretend. It, it messed with my head big time. It took a long time for me to get over that. 
how did you how did you find the confidence to to start what has become this massively successful journey? Well, I mean, I kind of went through a period in time, like after being bullied, where I really let it affect me for probably a year and a half. I just kind of let my self confidence go completely down the tubes, and I didn't really love myself that much and I kind of accepted that that's how I was always going to feel Mm -hmm. and now thinking back I'm like that was so unhealthy that I was thinking these thoughts about myself and I became very anxious all the time and you know not wanting to meet new people or even hang out with my existing friends like I just really wanted to isolate myself from everyone and I just got so used to feeling that way that it just became normal And then I think, you know, I just kind of woke up one day and I realized that I didn't want to feel that way anymore and I had to do something about it. And that's one of the reasons why I decided to get into YouTube is it was my creative outlet to just be myself and speak my opinions. I just used to be so scared of saying what I felt and just speaking in front of people. Like I was so shy. So doing something like that was really out of my comfort zone. And I think that's the first step to feeling better is you have to kind of get out of that comfort feeling that you're in and do something that's scary and feels kind of risky because if I didn't take that step then I could have been in the same situation that I was in years ago Mm. do you remember the first clip you put online I do it's still on my channel actually what 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 was it about it was I originally wanted to do videos of music like I wanted to do covers and sing but I was too scared to do that so I kind of held off and I did like beauty related videos so my first video ever I was sitting in my bedroom I didn't have like professional equipment or anything and I was really shy in the first video because it's kind of weird you know speaking to a camera it can be uncomfortable and I was just like talking about some products that I had just gotten at the mall it was really casual and just to see the difference from that first video to now like I've really grown up online and I've really been able to find you know my personal style and kind of build this confidence that I didn't think I would be able to have through YouTube. So interesting. That's Bethany Mota joining us here on the Jolt. I'm Larry Flick. Um, it, it sounds like there was a part of you that that felt more like, how do I put this? I remember being worried when I was your age, mm-hmm. when I was you know, the age you were when you started doing your clips, that people wouldn't get to see that I might actually be cool. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even so much of, you know, I went through periods of, oh my God, am I good enough? I think I still go through those periods. I think that's a lifelong journey that we experience. But I think that we have flashes of confidence where you think, you know what, I'm all right, I'm pretty cool, I'm pretty funny, I'm pretty whatever. How do I find a way to show people? And it sounds like you you knew that you had something that you wanted to share. It wasn't even um, a matter of shyness. It was you had stuff to say and stuff mm-hmm. that you wanted to do. Do you remember, do you remember what you were thinking the morning that you made that video, that very first video? Were you scared? Were you nervous? I was... I was a little scared because when anyone's starting out on YouTube, you don't see a response right away. So there's kind of this period of time where you don't really know how people are going to react. And it's just kind of silent and you kind of have to wait until it catches on and people start watching it and then leaving comments and leaving responses. So I was very scared in that moment because I didn't know. I was like, what if this just no one likes it? What if they all like hate the video, whatever? 
And it was kind of like a slow start for me. It wasn't mm -hmm. like I uploaded my first video and suddenly everyone knew about it because there's so many people on YouTube. It's hard to become recognized. But I think that I kind of got over that feeling right away because I instantly fell in love with what I was doing that suddenly the opinions didn't matter as much to me. And so I think that's what's important for everyone is to find what it is that they're passionate about. It can be YouTube or it can be something completely different. Yeah. And also YouTube wasn't very relevant back then. So it took a lot of courage for me to continue because then people started finding out about it, like friends in, in my real life, and they didn't really get it. They didn't really support it that much, I guess, because it was just it didn't make sense to them. The whole concept of uploading videos online wasn't as known as it is now. So for me, I just had to focus on how good I felt when I was making content and how passionate I was. So I think once I fell in love with it, I wasn't as focused on the comments. What did it, was there any part, did you get like a knot in your stomach when you uploaded that first video? Absolutely. I yeah. mean, I think it's, you know, it's scary because you think about it's accessible to everyone around the world, not just people in your town or your state. It's like everyone around the world can click that video and watch it. And that's kind of what was going through my mind. And like, what are my fam my family? What are they going to think? What are my friends going to think? Also, just being such a shy kid that when people watched my video, so many people said, wow, I didn't even know that she spoke this much. Like it blew so many people's minds. And that's what I was terrified of. But like I said, once I fell in love with it, slowly the the opinions and thoughts of others just mattered less and less that's amazing that's it's really Thanks. thank you for sharing that part of it because when we meet when we meet someone who is honestly self-made as you are i mean what you've done is you've created your space in the world in a in a magnificent way um those first moments those first steps are so fascinating to hear about so appreciate that. Uh, Bethany Moda is here on the Jolt on Larry Flick, and she is involved with uh, with U.S. Fund for UNICEF, and uh, there's the Back to School campaign where you, um, A, can participate by making a donation. Please make a donation. But kids can enter a contest uh, to join Bethany in supporting UNICEF by going to omaze.com slash Bethany. That's O-M-A-Z-E dot com slash Bethany B-E-T-H-A-N-Y. Um, donations will help UNICEF's efforts to provide uh, essential school supplies to kids in need all around the world. And um, you can win a chance to have lunch with Bethany. Get a backpack. A, a backpack decorated by... Have you, have you made the backpack yet? Yeah, actually, in my newest video that just went up uh, yesterday, it was the backpack in the video that I... DIY. So that's the video. That's the. Backpack. That's the new video. Yeah. So what do you what are you dreaming for yourself? Because you're you're kind of you're hitting it. We're talking about like millions of people waiting to hear what you have to say. What's on your mind? What do you want to do? What are you What are you going to do with that? I mean, it's still just mind blowing to me that I've been able to grow this community online. I never see myself as more than my audience. I don't see mm -hmm. myself as a YouTube star or YouTube celebrity. It's like we're all a family and everything that has come, all of the opportunities is like an achievement for all of us. I've been able to have a clothing line where, you know, I get to come to New York and I get to design all of these you know, different clothing items and see these ideas come to life and like have my name on them. Like there's so many things that I've been able to do and then also like I mentioned before where I originally wanted to do covers 
I never did it and now I'm finally doing music and just anything that allows me to create that's kind of the the common thing Mm. and that's like in everything that I do the one similar the one similarity is that I'm making something that was never there before with the YouTube videos I'm creating them from scratch and with the clothing line and and everything else I just love the idea of being able to make something good for you you know we have a lot of parents who who listen to this program and I hope what all of you are getting as uh, as you hear this conversation is that um, your kids need you to really not just pay attention but to foster and nurture their ideas because they may have an idea like Bethany had that nobody was really doing yet and who knows where it could lead, right? Absolutely. I definitely never expected anything to happen that has and I just kind of think back at like that little 12, 13-year-old girl, if I wouldn't have taken that step, I would be in a completely different point in my life right now. So Mm. I'm very happy that I took that risk, and my family's very supportive as well, so I'm very happy for that. Yeah, indeed, and and congratulations on being wise enough to to share your success with other people. Uh, Bethany Moda, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Let's remind folks that they can enter the contest uh, and join Bethany in supporting UNICEF by going to omaze.com slash Bethany. And I hope we can talk again sometime very soon. Absolutely. Stick around. There's more to come on The Jolt. Don't tell the guards I left a mess.